Hey everybody. Hi friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison and welcome to Out of the Average Podcast. Welcome guys. We're so excited because this is our Halloween episode. Uh, easily my favorite holiday of of the year. Hands down. Hands I down. am so excited for this. So this was going to be this is going to be released on the 30th, the day before Halloween. So we figured we'd have some fun and talk to you guys about something random Halloween stuff. So what do you say, Allison? Let's get weird. Let's get weird. So the first thing that we thought that we'd tell you guys about was our trip to Sleepy Hollow, New York. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we were really excited about it. Um, it was just Allison's yeah, first time going. Yeah, it was my going. first time going to Sleepy Hollow. And I mean, of course, COVID was a thing, so all the hokey stuff wasn't wasn't around. But it was no. still excited to like exciting to like just actually go to the town. Yeah. And see. Yeah. Everything. Totally, and it's like it's, it's such beautiful. a beautiful place. Exactly, it's right up in Westchester County. It's um just north of Tarrytown, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sleepy Hollow is ba- is where Washington Irving's story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, actually takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure you guys have heard of it before, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It's been around for it's actually the 200th anniversary. Yes, that was exciting too. I didn't know going into this trip that. It was the 200. It was, it was the 200th anniversary. It definitely made it going up there extra exciting. Um, I had been up there a handful of times with my family, but um, like as like a just like a family trip for Halloween. Um, but it was so fun going on this like big bicentennial. Uh, even though like you said there because of COVID, there weren't like the same kind of events. Mm-hmm. It was still so like you still got to feel the experience yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And um, Washington Irving actually lived in Tarrytown. And he's buried in Sleepy Hollow in the Old Dutch Church Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So it's cool because we got to see his grave. Um, uh, Again, like he's the one that wrote The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. And it was also cool because in the cemetery, there are other familiar headstones, like the markings for the Van Tassel families. Mm-hmm. Um, They were like the real people written about in the story. Like Katrina Van Tassel was the person who Ichabod Crane, uh, the school teacher, was trying to win the affections of. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ichabod Crane, too, was also based off of technically two real people. Uh, Washington Irving had met a soldier by the same name. And then there was this school teacher um, named Jesse Merwin, mm-hmm. who was a school teacher further up Hudson. Um, and he kind of had like a similarity, like there's like a lot of similarities to Ichabod Crane. So that's who people think Washington Irving based the character Ichabod Crane off of. And, um, we had previously mentioned the story itself in our episode on fairies. Yeah. One of our very first episodes. Yeah. Because it's based, well, people believe there are kind of attachments from, Celtic mythology, Celtic mm-hmm. fairies, the Dullahan, mm-hmm. which is like this really creepy, so unsealy creepy. fairy. So unsealies are like the bad fairies, mm-hmm. and it's got like a spine whip oh, and God. like a melting face. Uh, you can you can listen all about it in that the, episode. That episode, highly recommend it yes. if you want like a little spook. But yeah, yeah, like that's where a lot of people think that he drew his influence from because, like, in fact, he. Even though he did live in Tarrytown, he was actually born, Washington Irving was born in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he was up in Tarrytown for a while during um, an epidemic, actually, that got him oh, away wow. from the city. I know, wow. right? Mm-hmm. I think we're a little familiar with that. Um, 
but he wrote the story the legend of sleepy hollow um while he actually lived in europe for a little bit oh, in wow. england so you could see how he could have drawn influence from yeah. the dolhan and mm-hmm. other mythologies because there are a lot of mythologies about like headless horsemen yes things like yeah. that but it's just like so fun like going around um sleepy hollow itself and just seeing how like the town embraces that aspect i mean they embraced it by the name it was originally called north Tarrytown, and i think it was like in the 1990s where they renamed it sleepy oh, hollow right. i didn't even know that mm-hmm. and they so they named it sleepy hollow after his story yeah. like embracing it i mean why not like it's such a legend he was like a forefather of like american fiction mm-hmm. i mean he also wrote rip ran winkle a lot of other stories that are kind of pivotal in our in our history mm-hmm. and um it's just like fun to think about like like for instance like he was like highly influenced by stories of the time of uh like re- the revolutionary war mm-hmm. like the hessian that is based off of um uh the headless horseman in his story yeah. supposedly there was actually like a hessian soldier that actually was missing his head and buried by the yes. van tassel family uh-huh. and like like in real life and so like that's how he got like the idea of the headless horseman like specifically for this story Mm -hmm. and I don't know it's just cool because like every time I go up there it's like I just try to picture like I know it's like only like an hour and a half drive from Long Island up in Westchester County but it's a lot quicker than I had thought it was it is so much closer I know um because it's like just outside of New York City I always picture like driving up there in like a horse-drawn carriage uh-huh. Like and like the all other days, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like what it must have been like to like go like go through New York City and then like drive oh up gosh. the the Hudson River and like I don't know it's just like I try to picture it like that because yeah. I mean like while you're there like you can still see like the older houses and yeah, you saw like all it the is trees kind of like a transportation it is yeah. it's like another world like and I have to say when we went to the old Hudson Church because we went to go see the cemetery like there are little flags. um indicating who fought in the revolutionary war Mm -hmm. i was like wow that's like pretty cool i know it it really like makes you feel like i don't know like everything is so connected Mm -hmm. and it's like such an old area and that's hard for us i feel like to get a lot of the times because aside from like there's a lot of commercialization yes of everything and it's like and everything i feel like at least i mean where we are in new york everyone tries to get rid of the old and like put up the new Mm -hmm. and they're always getting rid of older houses and older lands and things like that and i know that this probably sounds like we're whining because like look we took over the lands in the first place from the people who are here yeah so it's even more ridiculous Mm -hmm. but like especially long island especially yeah especially long island in new york and so it's just like i don't know it's nice to at least feel a little bit of connection to history there Mm -hmm. so i had a blast i i it gave me a lot of um Salem vibes like I know you mm. haven't been no to I haven't and that's definitely a trip that I want to take again because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to go to the witch house but being there immediately took me back to like being in Salem like the vibes mm. are very similar it's kind of like that really like again old energy of like a yeah. town and also even though Sleepy Hollow the legend it's not like like Salem there were actual like witch trials you know it wasn't, oh yeah like, it wasn't like just like a legendary story but yeah this is all ghost stories that energy of mm-hmm. like just old creepy oh energy. yeah it's amazing I really I really loved being there we got there on like we were there for a beautiful day oh it was gorgeous um, 
it just was, like there was not a cloud in the sky. And so when you just walked around, the leaves were starting to change because it's fall and mm-hmm. it was just absolutely really stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll post um, pictures on the Instagram and the website mm-hmm. from because we got a lot like in the cemetery and yeah. just like around town itself. And like, I highly recommend anybody go, honestly, any time of year, but especially Halloween. And even during this time, like, of COVID, everybody was social distancing. They had precautions up everywhere. We wore our, our masks the whole time, yes. even while we were walking around outside. And it's, like, it feels nice and safe, mm-hmm. like, during these times. Like, it wasn't yeah. too packed, especially if you went early in the day. I just highly recommend going. And we will definitely go next year or i'd like to see like i'd, the I'd hope hunt. like the I events hap- are happening because i love those like cheesy things oh, you know it's so cool like they have literally like they'll have this whole giant spook walk because like there's a lot of like old old properties there and um like they have like this headless hunt and it's like they literally have the headless horseman like a guy it's incredible like he like literally looks like the headless horseman like and like I don't know how this guy does it and still is able to see while riding on his horse but he's able to pull it off and it's just like the coolest thing and it's like one of the coolest parts of Halloween like I don't know like I said I used to go with my family like a lot and it always just like I felt really like Halloween this year when we went up there so Mm -hmm. I was super grateful to have gone this year yeah yeah I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. it So one of my favorite aspects about Halloween is just how old it is, like, as a whole. Like, I love, like, when I wake up, I feel like it's just, like, you can feel, like, a deep connection to all Halloweens in the past. And I don't know if that's just, like, my mind or whatever or something, like, a yearning on my part just because I know how old it is. But um, I thought I'd get into, like, a little bit of facts behind the history of Halloween. And I mean, like, the real roots of Halloween, like, Mm -hmm. based in Samhain. Oh, cool. So... Um, Samhain was a pagan Celtic festival. Um, it used to be three days long, but it was always held at, um, October 31st because it's the midpoint between the fall equinox and the winter solstice. So it really is like the ending of the light part of the year and the bringing in of the dark part of the year. Um, ancient participants would harvest their crops because this is the time of harvest. Um, and during that harvesting for the day of the 31st, they would let their hearths burn out. So they would just keep it lit the whole night and let it run out. And then later in the night, the Druid priests would have a community fire. And some sources say that the fire was lit by sparks that came off of like a giant wheel, which represented the sun. And then later at the end of the night, each participant would take flames from the communal fire to relight the fires in their own hearths mm-hmm. and to, like, bring in light to this new darker time yeah. of year to each other. It's, like, a hopeful thing. Um, also, there are notes that they would sacrifice animals and they would do that in order to feast during the celebration mm-hmm. or also to leave out that sacrifice for the spirits so that way okay. they remain untroubled. Um, and then they would also... Like, the Celts believed that the presence of the spirits, because we know that Halloween is the thinning of the veil. Like, yeah. it's the time of the year that the um, the realm of our world and the other world or the underworld or whatever you want to call it is, like, the most thinnest. And, and you can have this connection between the two worlds so easily. Mm-hmm. And so we know that that means that, that, like, that's when spirits are coming. And the Celts would believe that the spirits would enable the priests to make predictions about the future. So a lot of times, like, wow. even just, like, the, the community participants, they would dress up um, often back then in, like, 
animal hides and stuff like that, like kind of like in costume. Mm -hmm. Um, that way they wouldn't get, um, pranked or anything like that by the spirits and they would tell each other's fortunes and they would often like eat a lot and drink a lot because that was supposed to help in the prediction like being all full up in the same way that they wanted the spirits to be full up which like I love and we've talked about that previously like the thinning of the veil um in our fairy episode which we're gonna just keep doing a throwback to it because I mean it's so connected because that was like the Celtic um mythology and that is like so much of celtic mythology and so many celtic stories take place on Samhain or at least in like the three days surrounding it um just because it is like that time of year where it's like remember fairies can interact with people better and that's actually part of like the idea of pranking like trick-or-treating and yeah. stuff like that the pranking aspect like people still play pranks on halloween like you know we mm-hmm. we have tp'ing and yeah, stringing so, and stuff like that yeah, and yeah, spooking yeah. each other and often like that would occur back in the day too but people would blame it on the fairies mm-hmm. so like of you know course. yeah because it's that time of year but um i think it's just like beautiful because like just like i mean at least what i try to do like it's kind of like to commemorate the dead and um also to look forward to the future and like a lot of the whole idea of um like Halloween it's not just like about like the dead as in like spirits but it's about like the ending of you know you have the end of the harvest you have the ending of your own personal like whether it be like a job or a relationship or whatever to close it out and to come to terms with it and then to move forward and like look forward into the future Mm -hmm. That's the same thing that it was for them back in the day that it is for people who, like, really spiritually celebrate Halloween now. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was cool, like, that they still did, like, the the dressing up and, um, you know, they would carve turnips. Mm -hmm. I did know this. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but we'll post a picture um originally like in Ireland it was still them who started doing the carving of pumpkins but originally it was carving of turnips and they're freaking horrifying and they yeah, they're scary they are so scary and they would carve them so you know just like how we supposedly do it now to kind of like um prevent spirits from harassing them and stuff the carving of the jack-o'-lanterns actually like really started um, ex- being expanded. And in fact, like a lot of celebrations for Samhain were really expanded during the Middle Ages where people would really light bonfires for protection, just taking after mm-hmm. like the origins of those um, communal yeah. bonfires, um, as well as um, hosting things called dumb suppers, which is where households would invite the spirits of their house, their families in to their mm-hmm. household. They would lay out food for them. Yeah. And then... Um, like, the remaining of the food, like, often stories would say that whatever was left over after their own feasting, they would uh, provide to people who are less fortunate. So, like, that kind of sense from, like, if you think of, like, giving oh, out the food. Candy or not candy, but <clears throat> yeah, food, like, like, the still food. giving, like, from house to house. Exactly. Like, yeah. And, like, kids would play game for entertaining the dead. There was also, like, that similarity of, the, of mumming. So, like, back in the day, like, kids would dress up um in different like costumes and I mean like this is like really back back in the day and they would go door to door to sing for the spirits and so like they would go door to door to sing for the spirits and then the people that they would sing to would give them cakes in return for singing and the same thing with um the jack-o'-lanterns like we have that now and like you know we all carve yeah. the pumpkins now and there was this cool story that I had learned about so I didn't know that there were a couple of 
kind of like monsters, like Samhain monsters. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, in fact, we did learn about one, the Duel Hun, that you had told okay. us about previously. So this is like Samhain's versions of like Dracula, Frankenstein. I guess, but yeah. Like we have our Halloween monsters, they have their Halloween monsters. Exactly. You can mm-hmm. totally like can like consider it like in yeah. that kind of a way. Um so there were a couple of other monsters. So like for one, there was this one called Stingy Jack, which I had actually heard about because it was like the origin story of why people did carve turnips. And um it was about this man who basically kept avoiding the devil. Like he was oh, like wow. an overdrinker. He kept tricking the devil into um extending his life for for like longer periods of time. And then eventually he was um like he basically like requested that he f- he tricked the devil into never allowing him never taking him into hell, right? And so then eventually Stingy Jack does die. He tries to go into heaven and of course he was denied because yeah. he was not a good person. And then he goes to the devil in hell, but the devil's like, "No, I promise you I wouldn't let you in." So instead, um Satan gave him an ember just like to prove that he yeah. was dead like all the rest of the people around him but then stingy jack took that ember and then put it inside of a turnip to illuminate his path as he was like doomed to wander the realm oh. between good and evil forever and that's why it's called the jack o lantern so that's how yeah and that's where we get the jack o lantern idea from oh my so, god so like i heard it like i said previously like to war- protect against spirits which is why you have those bonfires too but yeah it was also to like light stingy jack's way yeah. While he was wandering. So the other two monsters, quote unquote, like I don't even want to call them monsters because like it's not just like that straightforward. Mm -hmm. But there's like a couple of other tales aside from Stingy Jack. I mean, we've already talked about the duel, huh? Yeah, we did. That was very like headless horseman, creepy fairy. Um, But then there was two other stories that I hadn't learned about before that are really behind Samhain. Um, One is the puka and it's a shapeshifter. It always has, it shapes into a human to like Mm -hmm. lure them away from people. Um, It has like this propensity to kidnap children. Oh my God. Yeah. And it like brings good and bad fortune. So um, like it will shapeshift to fool you. So it'll turn itself into a human to like lure people away. But like legends say that there's always going to be some character trait that's like an animal feature mm-hmm. that you can look out for yeah. to know if you're being tricked or not. Uh-huh. And um, there's like a lot of like things around the harvest about it too. So like people nowadays will still like spread who believe in it will still spread seeds out to try to bring um, like to appeasement because it will bring either good or bad fortune. Okay. Like it could um, like they're said to have like, ate the last of like the blackberries after Halloween, so that's why you don't want to touch your fruit after yeah. anymore after that. Or so the puka's kind of like it has like, I know it's pagan, but it has like a devil's mark. Is what you would I call it, it. it's like, not because of the animal feature because of like the odd feature. I see the connection to the yeah. devil's mark. Like it's not yeah. so blatant as that, but yeah, yeah like it that's does just immediately what I thought what you of. think of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it will have some kind of r- retaining like of an animal feature in human form. Um, and then the last one that I had heard about was Lady Gwyn and there's just like oh it's just essentially like a woman in white story Mm, the same thing about luring travelers weary men off of their paths in the middle of the night and these are some of like the Samhain monsters that I had learned about 
Um, and like aside from that, like you can really see like the connections between Samhain and or like the Celtic later Celtic traditions and our current Halloween. Like I said, it's celebrated the same day. We have the lighting of the fires. Mm-hmm. Of course, over time, um, you know, Christianity had to pop its nose in. <laughs> of course. That's why like they essentially of course, over time, Christianity had to pop its head in, its nose into that. Um, but that's why we have um, All Hallows' Eve and All Saints' Day. Mm-hmm. Like, they had tried to, like, move it to, I like, a you. different time of year. And then they were like, okay, fine, we'll leave it on October 31st. Because obviously people yeah. were still celebrating yeah. it on October 31st. Yeah. But now they call it All Hallows' Eve. Mm-hmm. And then there's All, All Saints', Saints day, day and then All Souls' Day on November okay. 2nd. Okay. So, like, you can see, like, it's where kind it of touches a, itself. Yeah. yeah, it's still the same idea because it's still, like, a remembrance of, like, the dead, but where you have, like, the All Souls' Day. But they had added in, like, a remembrance of the Saints with All Saints' Day. But if we're considering, like, the traditions of the pagan holidays anyway, like, they are so steeped in their um, deities. Yes. So it's, like, you know, again, yeah. it's, like, just Christianity trying to flip it Into... to their own um means you know but it's just like it was so fun to like learn about like the older stuff but i i again like i love halloween because it's just so steeped in those those same traditions and like Like, even as you were explaining exactly and like my favorite part of halloween i mean it's hard to say like my favorite part because no matter what i'm doing i love it i love having fires i love staying in and just watching scary movies and giving out candy to neighbors like i love dressing up and celebrating and have a good time but like i always always, always on Halloween, just appreciate the day for what it is and how old it is. And the fact that it is like bringing out like an end to the, to the lighter part of the year. Like I am personally one of those people, like I love when it gets darker earlier. Like I just love the darker parts of the year. I, I, and so like, I love the bonfire aspect and I always, every year since I was little, we always carve jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing that not everybody does. Oh, until I did I, it. Yeah. I like, I, but apparently like I have friends who have never carved a pumpkin before oh. and I'm like, I, I always just grew up in my household every year since I was little, we yeah. always carved pumpkins and yeah. then put lights in it and then put them out on Halloween. Like that is like mm-hmm. exactly what I've done every year. So to me, like, oh, I knew that it was, it's just what has been done for centuries but I didn't realize that not everybody was raised like that and to do that and so like it's just like one of those things where I'm like as I grow older I realize that like my traditions aren't everybody else's traditions Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but yeah like I definitely think like one of my favorite parts if I had to pick a favorite part is just like being with my close whether it's my family or friends or practically the same thing and having like a fire and just like feeling this this I don't know this like ancient connection. If oh that my makes god! Sense. I like, love I, that. I just love like the deep history, and I love the feeling of the world being a little bit more magical that day. I was that was exactly what I was gonna say. Like that's what I love about Halloween. Like it's just. It's like, yeah, you dress up, and I've always had, uh, like, a love for just, like, the darker side of life, the creepier mm-hmm. side of life. Me too. exactly what Halloween is, but it is so magical, and I was yeah. like a kid who, like, always just wanted to believe in magic and believe in, in I mean, and I still do, yeah. believe in all those, like, ghosts and, and goblins and, and witches flying through the night. Exactly. And, and, It's just a really great way to, like, yeah, connect with that. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I didn't really know any of the... Mm -hmm. I knew Samhain existed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know much about the Samhain traditions other than, like, 
the like turnips I knew mm-hmm. about. Yeah. But um to just yeah, see it so steeped in like mythology and, and yeah. like, the gods and, and, and they how even had these... their own mythical creatures around exactly. around Samhain. It's just it's just so nice. It's, it's, I love it. I love seeing it. Like, I love knowing why we burn the bonfires every year. Like, I yeah. love, and, like, I love putting out my pumpkins to, like, ward out the, the evil, evil spirits, spirits and stuff. And, like, giving out yeah. candy and stuff. And it's just, like, I don't, I, it's just so magical. And I really. I love dressing up. I, like, I, yes. I just love being. I Someone mean, else. I do like me. But, yeah. like, I also really like, you know, just. It's fun. You get to take on what. extravagant. You know yeah, what I mean? And take yeah. on whatever persona you want to, regardless of your life. Like, exactly. Oh, as totally. Long as it is, uh, respectable. Well, yeah, of yeah. course. We are but, always respectable here, guys. Yeah. But as we yell at you for we don't even know what. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but no, like, I, I totally feel the same way. I'm just like, I, I don't know. I love. I love it. And I truly do feel like I like I'm um uh I've always felt like this connection with like spirits and ghosts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And we've talked about this yes. on the podcast before. And I really do feel that thinning of like the of the veil. Like I yeah. I I always have since I was little and every year it's just always like you feel how much more connected you are or at least I I do feel the the bigger connection to to like everything like my mind is so open to it like I don't know and it's I've always felt that way and like regardless of where I am and it's even funny like I was just thinking about it the other day and um we've talked on here before about how I lived in a haunted house yes the other day I was driving by where the area is where the haunted house is and I found myself like like really like drawn to it and I was like I can't like I can't go down there like I can't go down there mostly just because I I was on a time schedule I had to be somewhere but I ended up being like so sucked into it I missed my turn from where I was supposed to go because I was just so drawn to it and I'm just like ah like I just feel like the draw is like even stronger like do you know what I mean to check out these like dark and scary things even though they're dark and scary like I don't know it's it's silly but it's like no it's not silly like I've just as I've been getting older I've been you know I guess another way you can say like connecting with the beyond is like Mm -hmm. connecting with like your intuition and like oh 100 percent like just like the energy of like the moon as well definitely um fun fact the full the blue moon the second full moon of the month is on halloween on halloween so it's it's a powerful month this month it's it's the whole month is very um, powerful and i i truly feel like halloween itself is going to be a very very powerful day i think that if you want to connect to something or some deeper knowledge or some deeper truth or to maybe someone on the other side Mm -hmm. of that veil halloween is going to be a really good day to do so or if there's any kind of like Full moon represents release. Mm-hmm. Normally when people, um, they do a lot of release ceremonies. So if there's anything that you're looking to release from your, your life, your month, your energy, full moons are the day to do it. And it's this, Halloween this year, so a lot of releasing. 
And especially with Samhain or All Hallows Eve being like the whole point is yes, the release. It's the ending of one yeah. cycle and the beginning of another. Yeah, so it just the, all like it's kind a culmination. Of, it's just this Halloween has all all yeah. the aspects. Oh, and it's daylight saving times for us. Oh in, my god, in yes. New York, so yeah, it's like so we, we get an extra, an extra hour. hour, and it's gonna be just like an extra hour of this like darkness. I it's yeah. it's incredible. It literally feels like a culmination of absolutely. Everything magical powerful and big magic. and powerful. Yeah. Like, if you guys have any spells you need to cast, protection things that you need to pay attention to, cleansing things you need to pay attention to, like Halloween. Energy shielding. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Halloween is going to be the day for you to do those things. So, I really hope, like, everybody takes advantage of uh, that fact. Halloween. 100%. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to this year. Like, I know, like, we're going to be doing a socially distanced thing because, obviously, we don't want to be risky on Halloween. Oh, no. Nothing's going to stop me from celebrating Halloween, though, at least for my personal self. I'm going to be... Um, I know I'm going to see you on Halloween. Yes. We at my house, I'm going to be doing like an outside social distancing thing where we're going to light a, fo- a bonfire mm-hmm. because we have to because it's mm-hmm. Halloween. Absolutely. And that's just what we do. And we're going to carve some pumpkins, put them out with the lights like I do every year. I just can't wait to like stand under the full moon. Oh my gosh. And it's just so embrace- the light. Yes, yeah. that's exactly it. I just want to embrace the light of the full moon and embrace the dark and the night around me. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. I am yeah. so looking forward to it. Like we said, this is going to come out the day before Halloween, so I hope you guys have some very interesting plans for yourselves, yes. even if it's just staying home, watching scary movies. That's also one of my favorite exactly. things to do on Halloween. You can never go wrong as long as you're personally celebrating it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just what you choose to do with your time on that day. Exactly. But I'm looking forward to it. We want to hear what you guys end up doing. Yeah. Also, send us your pictures. Yes. (laughs) We really want to know. We we are going to post what we're going to dress up as on our Instagram and our website. And please, please, please send us them back. We want to see what you're doing, even if it's something silly or extravagant or whatever it is that you choose to do this Halloween. Yeah. Show us. We want to see it. And if you decide to do any sort of releasing rituals under the full moon. Tell us about it. 100%. Tell us about it. We really want to know. You can reach out to us at our website out of the average pod.squarespace.com or send us an email at our Gmail out of the average pod at Gmail. And you'll also see all our pictures on Instagram at Out of the Average Pod. So go follow us there if you want to see some Halloween shenanigans, costumes, and also our pictures from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, we're going to post everything on there. And Halloween day itself, we're going to post everything. And at night, we'll have our pictures up there for you guys. And we really hope you stay safe and enjoy and socially distance. Also, going to throw this in there. Go vote because it's freaking important. Yes. Please, please go vote. I know I'm just like... Waited Both, yeah. multiple hours to vote. We have our votes in. If we can it's wait online, it. you can go do, it. do it. Go do it. Send it into your ballot if you need to. Whatever the case is, just yes. go vote. It's so important. And also enjoy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll hear from us soon. And um, in the meantime, stay weird, guys. Stay weird, friends. Um.